This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Average Savage podcast. Our special guest today is Calvin Davis. Calvin, how's it going? Everything good. Yeah, appreciate you coming on. Uh, so yeah, let's go back in time a little bit. What, what's your first memory of, uh, boxing? First memory of boxing. Uh, I remember like three months after I started, uh, me and my brother, we, uh, we went to the ringside tournament, uh, back in them days, the ringside tournament was a big tournament. So like we went and this was both our first fights and, and, uh, I made it to the semifinals. He made it to the finals. And after that boxing just stuck with us for sure. Um, yeah, and then what, what was it like just going through, you know, just the amateurs and then, um, you know, rising up to a pro? Uh, the amateurs was fun. It's more of a, a, a like a hobby. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, especially as like a kid, man, we just going from going to every tournament we can, you know what I'm saying, winning. And then like, as I got older, it got more serious, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I mean, the amateurs was fun. And, and I finished off at the Olympic trials and before I went pro. So I, I almost experienced every amateur aspect except for international competition. But, I mean, other than that, amateur was cool. Yeah, and then in 2020, um, you got to turn pro. So what was that like, and uh, how was, like, your first fight? Were you nervous? Uh, For sure, I was nervous. Um, It was my first – well, not even my first fight with no headgear because I did fight amateur with no headgear before. But, like, the smaller gloves, headgear coming off, and, like, the scenery is different, like – because it's, it's on TV. Usually, like, amateur is like a live stream. But when you, my first pro fight was on NBC Sports. So it's like the whole world watching. So it's like I got to be on my, my A game. But I was definitely nervous. But nothing that, that nothing like out of, the, out of the normal. You know what I'm saying? I'm still ready to fight at the end of the day. Then you got you got the knockout for your first win. Uh, so what, what was that feeling like? Um, I ain't even going to lie. The type of opponent I was facing, man, I kind of already figured that was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but, like. I mean, it felt good though. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't gonna not like, like try to deteriorate my accomplishments, man. It was cool. Well, all right. So you went, you your first, your second fight, you fought an eight and two guys. So regardless of who we fought or anything, that's just that's pretty impressive in general. So what was that fight like? Uh, for one, I fought in the Cowboys Stadium, and that's my team. So it was like, yeah, that was cool. But I mean, it was a good experience fighting a a a, a, a real. I mean, he was a tough opponent, you know what I'm saying? Really a guy that I wasn't supposed to fight my second fight. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I mean, that was a good experience, good learning experience. Because it's like now, if I ever, like, when I got to fight somebody like that again, I'm already, I already seen it, you know what I'm saying? So, it's like, I mean, it was a good experience all around. Would you say that guy was your toughest opponent? Uh, For sure. I mean, he was a 10-round opponent, and that was, that was my second pro fight. Uh, I ain't never even been four rounds. Yeah, for sure. Um, and you're, you're signed to top rank, right? Yes, sir. What, what was that like to get signed by a big promoter? Um, it was cool. It was a blessing. It was like, because um, my first couple fights, it was kind of hard for me because we was independent, you know. So it was like, once we got that, once we signed with a, 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 a company like top rank, it was like everything's smooth now, you know what I'm saying? I ain't got to worry about trying to find fights and, and other things like that and matchmaking my opponents and stuff like that. I can just, I'm just, I'm, I'm with a, uh, a stable, a stable, stable family, top rank family. So everything good. Yeah, definitely. And I know you have uh, two uh, other brothers that box too. So how has it been just to act, like lean on each other and, and things like that? I think your, your youngest brother didn't turn pro yet, right? 
Nah, he not pro. He be pro uh, either this year or the beginning of next year. Yeah, what is it like to have brothers that you could, you know, you just call up and or even if when you're training with and, you know, it's it's kind of rare, especially three brothers. Yeah, facts. Uh, it's cool. Like even growing up when we was young, like we are, before we go to a tournament, we'd be like, man, we all got to come back home with belts. You know what I'm saying? So three belts. You know what I'm saying? So like our last time we did it was like 2014 ringside tournament. We all went there and won. But even like now is like I said, it's more serious now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. Dang, Keyshawn, let me come to the gym. Let's spar. You know what I'm saying? Or, or not even just sparring each other. Like, even when we come home, I can be like, dang, how I look in the, how I look in the ring today? Or, or what I got to work on? You know what I'm saying? So it's like two extra eyes that'll help me get better. Yeah, for sure. And they're going to they're gonna give they're gonna give it to you, right? They're not going to sugarcoat it? Nah, yeah, nah, we ain't no sugarcoating nothing, man. Like, you getting sugarcoated, you don't need them people around you. Cause it's boxing. This, this you gotta take that constructive criticism and, and, and elevate your game. Yeah, definitely. And you got a you got a fight coming up uh, March twenty fifth. Um, how are you preparing for that? And do you know who your opponent is yet? Uh, I don't know who my opponent is, but um, I go to camp next week. But I've been I be training while I'm home and stuff like that. But when I get in, in camp, it's gonna be more way more intense. You know what I'm saying? So we like eight weeks out right now, and. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm stay training. I stay ready, so I don't have to get ready. But camp, take it up a, a whole notch with sparring partners and two days, sometimes three days, swimming, uh, yoga, just, just way more intense. For sure. And I know, uh, to the average fan, they don't, they don't know like the sacrifices you guys make, especially like weight cutting. So how is that for you, and how do you deal with that? Uh, the best thing is that, like, don't get too heavy. You know what I'm saying? So if you like outside of camp. If I stay within 10, 15 pounds, I'm all right. Because once I get in the can, that'll be, that's nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like fight week, I lose about eight pounds right there. So, I mean, just it's just about maintaining really and don't get too too out of shape. You know what I'm saying? But like the sacrifices we make to make weight, man, is crazy. Like I be looking, I be looking like a skeleton right before I step on that scale. <laughs> for sure. Um, what, what are some of your goals for 2023? Um... I would like to be by the end of the year. I'd be, I would like to fight for a top ten spot, or an intern title, or something. Like I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to rush anything. But at the same time, I'm not trying to play the slow game either. You know what I'm saying I, I ain't come here to take part. I'm came, I came in this game to take over. You know what I'm saying? So like, I mean, I don't want to rush nothing. But when the opportunity presents itself, I'm definitely going to be taken, and I'm going to be ready. Yeah, definitely. Um, are you so? Are you gonna? Are you staying at like super lightweight? Or are you going to welterweight? Uh, for right now, I'm staying at super lightweight. I know because you're you're six one, so you're a big guy. Yeah, I can go to one forty seven, but like, I mean, like I say, I don't really get heavy, so I just stay at one forty for as long as I can, and then I like when it's time, I just go to forty seven. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> um, and you guys, you guys, your three brothers together, you guys have your own clothing brand, right? Yes, sir. Uh, uh, you can buy everything on uh, db3shop.com. That's dope. Um, we just started. We just really getting started with everything. So, I mean, we got a website. We got merch and stuff. But like, we like we 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 putting everything in order. So like, we have way more stuff and and and, and, and like for everybody to can buy. Because I know like people are going on our website, be like, yeah, I ain't got nothing for the kids or girl sizes. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, we got merch right now, but like. We getting more. Yeah, for sure. No, I know how it is. I started my 
brand a while ago and i the same exact things like yo you got in a different color though yo you gotta do this the size i'm just like oh my god it's hard to please everybody but uh no i think that's like one good thing you guys are really doing well is just like your branding in general um and that's that's just like dope because as you know i'm sure like not a lot of boxers are doing that yeah yeah it's like we just made our brand and took our running with it your last fight average the savage my podcast we sponsored you got you and you were the first athlete we ever sponsored as a podcast so how, how did how you feel about that hey that's that's what's up man it's the first time for everything man but i mean i'm proud i'm proud that that y'all chose me to be the first athlete to uh, for a sponsor man and i appreciate that yeah and uh you were, you were born in new york yeah, I was born in New York. I moved well. My mom moved me when when I was two years old, so I don't really know nothing about New York. Gotcha. Yeah. So you don't rep, or you don't rep New York. Nah, nah, nah. I don't. North, I'm north of Virginia. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Uh, you ready for some fun questions? Yes, sir. All right. What's what's your favorite uh cheat meal after a fight or after the weigh in? Shit. After a weigh in, I ain't even gonna lie, man. I got to get me a slice of pizza and a and a can soda. I don't do the bottle because that's too much. You know what I'm saying? But I need me a little canned soda and a, and a slice of pizza. All right, you are you saying like the can, like in the can it tastes better than the bottle? Nah, I'm just saying the bottle is gonna be too much. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> but can kind of do sometimes taste better than the bottle though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, if I if I came to Virginia, like what what food spot do I have to try out? The whole Virginia or the seven cities? Wherever you're at. So I'm in the seven cities, so like seven five seven. So if you come out here. Uh, I don't, I don't know really. It depends on what you like, for real, for real. Cause I'm I'm a seafood guy, so I say like twisted crab or something like that. All right. Um, if you want a steak, if you're a steak guy, I say Aberdeen Barn. That's a good. That's a good place, Aberdeen Barn. All right. Um, it's like a it's like a roof, Chris, but like different. Gotcha. Um, who was your favorite? Let's say who was your favorite athlete growing up, like non-boxer, and then who was your favorite boxer growing up? Athlete. I gotta say, I gotta say, Rajon Rondo, because I was a basketball, I was a basketball uh, fan. Well, I used to play basketball, but like growing up, I was a real basketball fan more than football. So I then Celtics is my team, and I fell in love with the Celtics off of Rajon Rondo. So I gotta say, Rajon Rondo. All right, that's that's a that's a rare one right there. I think. For real. What what about favorite boxer? Boxer coming up, man. A lot of people are going to say something, but, man, my favorite boxer growing up was A.B. All right. You got a fight coming up the 25th uh, of uh, February. Yeah, but I like that. I like the can, man, A.B. The brush my hair pop. That's the A.B. I like. You know what I'm saying? That new A.B., I don't know. I don't know what got into him. But, nah, every fight, though, I stood beside him, man. Every fight. Win or, lo- win or lose, I stood beside him, man. But... He he had been on some BS, but uh, hopefully on his twenty fifth fight he get he he get back. He ain't fighting nobody though, but he should he should he should do his thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but I feel like out of the, the uh, this past decade, I feel like AB is one of the best combination punchers in our decade. Yeah, I think uh, I think all his antics kind of overshadow what he's done as well, is because like I, I think he's either three or four division champion for sure. Um, <clears throat> what's something that people don't know about you? Uh. Shoot, a lot of people don't even know I took uh like three years off boxing. Like from like twenty fifteen, I came back in twenty eighteen. What what were you doing during those years? Uh BSing. For real, for real. Now that I look back on it, man, I was BSing. I was like I was like eighteen years old and I was saying I ain't come back till I was like twenty one. I was trying to get my life together. 
know what I'm saying? But look, I came back in 18, 2018, fought in Olympic trials and made the Olympic trials in 2019 and went pro in 2020. So I've really been in the fast lane since I've been back. Yeah, no, definitely. <clears throat> All right, Calvin. Well, I appreciate you coming on. And um, could you let the listeners know where they can follow you at? Uh, y'all can follow me on Instagram, uh, Kelvin Davis two underscores. Y'all can follow my brother's page at DB3 Enterprises and DB3Shop.com. Uh, uh, follow my Twitter at DB3Kel.